Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Okay, so I have to be honest, I didn't want to make a podcast today. I don't know that podcast hosts are supposed to say that, but I really didn't want to. It's raining outside. I I feel like my schedule got really thrown off because we had a Monday school holiday, or there was a Monday national holiday, so my kids didn't go to school on Monday, and that's normally when I record my podcasts. Um, and then I had a couple of other delays with the podcast with some upcoming um, interviews and voice memos that I'm going to receive, some audio files. And so just a few things, and then like do- last minute doctor appointments, you know, all that kind of stuff that kind of added up and made me feel like I really don't feel like making a podcast today. But if I've learned anything, and this is the main reason why I make this podcast, it's so that I'm held accountable for doing it. Because if you publish a podcast every week, like you have to do it because there's people waiting to hear it. Not that I think (laughs) highly of myself, but I always do imagine like, oh, you know, I want people to get the podcast that episode that they're planning on getting the day they plan on seeing it in their podcast listening app. And so I am here, sitting here, plugged in, doing it because I don't want to disappoint you. But all all this is to say, I'm sitting here because I was just sitting on the couch listening to, what's it called? It's a new podcast. It's called like um, Opportunity, Opportunist, um, about like cult leaders and stuff. It's kind of fascinating, but a little upsetting. So I'm taking a break from it, but it gets me to wash dishes when I don't want to. So that's that's why I'm listening. But anyway, I was sitting there and then I turned off that podcast sitting there and I'm like, ah, I need to make my own podcast. I'm listening to a podcast, procrastinating, making my own podcast. And then sometimes when I listen to other podcasts, I think, oh gosh, my podcast isn't any good. Especially when I listen to like very well produced podcasts with like professional audio and, you know, a team behind it and all sorts of stuff. People who are putting serious time and money behind their podcasts. And I'm like, why am I even doing this in the first place? But then I thought, I just need to do something different. I think I just feel a little stale about what I've been doing. So then I started going, I just opened up my Anchor app or Anchor on my browser on my laptop and I started looking and then I was like, you know, I've made 56 or I'm on my 56 episode. This is episode 56. Like if you would have told me in 2018 that I would have made 56 podcast episodes from Closets or under the bed covers, or in my car, in the driveway, or on vacation um, in San Francisco, (laughs) Salt Lake City, and now Seoul, Korea. I like would not have believed you. I mean, when I started this podcast in 2018, it was a way for me to make something that was outside of my home. I was a stay-at-home mom the time I had two kids and I think I was pregnant with the third I can't remember 2018 yeah I I should be able to do that math and figure that out but it was just a way for me to make something and be accountable in some way to do it every week because I knew I wanted to write I knew I wanted to learn more about podcasting and editing audio I've always been interested in radio and wanted to be on radio somehow and so it was a way for me I was kind of freaked out about 
trying to figure out how to make a podcast. So basically creating a podcast was me like forcing myself how to figure it out, which is kind of a theme of my life. I'm like, well, I'm just going to do this and try to figure it out. And then now it's 2021 and I only have 56 episodes and it's like, well, that doesn't add up. But then I take off two of those years. I worked full time for two of those years and I stopped podcasting and I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I did this. So if I can just be a reminder to you (laughs) that like, even if you do something and you do something imperfectly and it's not as cool or even as consistent or what you imagined that you could do if you were putting all your effort into it, it's still worth doing and it's still worth it to you because if it matters to you that you're making something outside of like your full-time job or outside of working from home or outside of raising your family or, you know, making, you know, if you're like not doing in your life things that you really wished and planned that you were going to be doing, I think having side projects or things that you're exciting, excited about is a great way to kind of build momentum, even if it's momentum you're creating yourself. And this is Little Things Podcast in a nutshell. <laughs> um, it's small but it's really engaged. And if you disappear for two years, let this be a lesson that you have to rebuild your audience. (laughs) So I don't recommend disappearing for two years, but I do recommend going back to work full time if you've always wanted to and you need to, and you feel like it's something that you were taught you could never do. (laughs) And then you do it and you feel really confident about it and know that you too could be the full-time breadwinner, even with four little kids, which is why I went back to work. Um, But the podcast was definitely a bit of a casualty of that experience, but definitely not any, no regrets. But here I am confessing to you that sometimes having a podcast is a bit stop, start trying to figure out what you want to do and where you want to go. And especially if it's definitely just a side thing, which I think it is for a lot of people, it's sometimes I just find myself going, what am I, what am I doing? (laughs) What's my game plan? And I'm a person who likes to have a lot of plans. So it's kind of funny to just be making something and putting it out almost live. I mean, obviously it's not live. I'm recording it, editing it, and then sharing it. But often it does feel like I'm making things on the fly. And I do really like to wait and make my episodes as I think of things that I want to talk about. So for me, it feels, it feels almost live because often the things I'm talking about on each episode are things I've been thinking about the last few days or even that day. So I like, I like to keep it really conversational and fresh. And, and so I don't plan too far ahead. I do have like a little notes app on my phone where I'm tracking ideas, but honestly, I rarely pull from that. And I really just go off of what I'm thinking about at the time. So here I am. I'm mixing it up. That's why the title of this episode is Mix It Up (laughs) because I'm doing something different. I jumped on the Anchor, um, my Anchor dashboard on my laptop, like I mentioned before, and was going back through all these audio clips in my library. And gosh, it was like going down memory lane. I mean, if you don't blog or write in a journal or make a podcast or record voice memos on your phone, or take lots of videos of like normal things happening, like feeding your kids breakfast or video of yourself getting ready in the morning one day, like you really should because listening to something from four years ago is like, 
I mean, capturing the audio, I'm just, honestly, I'm so grateful I have it because the first audio clips I have from this podcast, like I still have them. I transferred everything over to Anchor. I have it all still. And they're like precious to me now. I'm like going back and getting emotional listening to these clips. Like I, when I started this podcast, I felt, I mean, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just like the ups and downs of life. But I think back to like what was actually happening when I started this podcast and where I was personally and what was going on in my life. And I'm like, wow, it was just like a totally different phase. And it's really, um, meaningful for me to hear those audio clips and think about what has transpired since then we've added you know we've almost doubled the size of our family doubled the number of children we have um i've accomplished things that i was completely obsessed with at the time of starting my podcast in 2018 and things that i never thought i would finally do like go back to work full-time um and have little kids and be able to do that um Uh, I never thought I'd be able to make six figures and I've done that. Um, Just all sorts of things and like move out of the country. We've always wanted to do that and have that experience as a family and we did that. And there's lots of things that I feel like I've lost along the way too. So it's interesting to listen back and be like, wow, I just kind of feel like I was a different person four years ago. A lot has transpired in my personal life and my personal life. value system and belief system and the way I view the world. I think a lot that had to do with uh, American politics and what transpired and how that intersected with um, sometimes even mainstream Christianity in America that really opened a box, a Pandora's box for me and really made me um, take a much deeper look at like what I believed in, how that mingled with the way that I had grown up and the family that I wanted to raise and what I wanted to teach them and what things I believed were true and what things were just cultural. And um, anyway, just a really fascinating um, look back at the recent past. A lot has happened in the last four years and especially the last like, I mean, two years. I I just like, it was before the pandemic, like pre-pandemic just feels like a different lifetime a little bit. So I was just young, innocent, coastly back then. I had no idea there would be a global pandemic, just like in a Dean Koontz book, airport novel. So um, I'm really excited to share with you today. I used to do this more, but I love to write like personal essays and I've blogged for years and years and years, um, maybe 15 years. And I originally started a blog when my husband and I got married. Um, that was like such a cliche thing to do, but I had a job where I worked in a computer lab at um, the university I was attending. And yes, I got married before I graduated from college. <laughs> so we still finished um, college together. I got married when I was 20, just before I turned 21. So we we were married and then finished our final year of school together, senior years of school. So I had this job where I worked in a computer lab and I had a lot of downtime. And so I would do homework, but I didn't have a ton. So I wrote a lot and started blogging. And I started writing little essays that like relatives and my sisters and sometimes my mom or neighbors or whatever friends would read and they were just like silly and it was called a toast to coast and I had that for many years and that ended up going on for 
I don't remember how long I blogged on that specific blog, but that's kind of for me. I still have that blog. I don't touch it, but I have gone back to it like once a year. And it's just so funny the way it's just a time capsule of us living in Utah and then California and then moving to New York and me trying to settle into New York and navigate um, a whole different kind of life there. But I pulled an essay that I wrote when we lived in Berkeley, California, back in 2018 about, um, I wrote it basically after watching my little boy out. We had a huge window um, over our sink in our little bungalow house in Berkeley, California. Um, If you're not familiar with Berkeley, it's just outside of San Francisco, so on the west coast of America. Um, and you're right near the, the ocean and it's really temperate. It's about like high sixties, low seventies, like most of the year it gets a little chillier in the, in the winter and, and the evening around four, most days it kind of clouds over, but it's not clouds. It's just the fog kind of coming in from the bay. And so it chills, it gets a little chilly. You usually need a sweater <laughs> by like three forty-five every day. And then it kind of clears as the evening goes on. But anyway, I wrote this essay because I was doing dishes and looking out. We had a little backyard, just tiny little backyard. And my son was, one of my sons was in the backyard um, playing with, we always had uh, our kitchen utensils and um, measuring spoons and measuring cups and mixing bowls were always in the backyard because we had a hose back there, some gravel, some dirt, leaves, flowers, um, bird of paradise plants, like beautiful plants. But our kids were always back there, like mixing all this stuff into what they called potions. And so this, I wrote this essay really quickly after looking out the back window and he was back there. Um, my second oldest at the time, he was probably two or three or four, can't remember. And he was mixing all these ingredients and it was like watching him, absolutely in flow, mixing these ingredients, taking his place so seriously as only kids can. You know, if you observe children at a park or a playground playing with each other, they tend to do, they tend to work. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, you know, they've got like some kind of digger or little truck or shovel and they're trying to move, you know, sand from one part of the sandbox to another part, or they're working together with other kids, you know, burying someone's legs. But like on it, like a lot of the time it's like hard work, but they're, they're like loving it. And it's absolutely play and super important for them. So this is one of those moments where I observed through this glass window, my son completely enthralled in play. Um, I believe he was by himself when this happened. And it was super calming to me and also very rare that you know you have those moments where you're just observing from a distance the child a child your child independently playing and I wasn't engaging with him but I was just observing him and realizing he was becoming like a person and when your kids are really small at least for me um you're just so in it and they're just in front of your face all the time and it's not until you get a little bit of space or even for me it was like being in the kitchen and him in the backyard and us being separated by this picture window that I was able to like really see him 
and see him playing. And I think, you know, I was going through these clips on on here, and I think it really struck me because this is a son that we've just grown to understand so much more over the last six months and appreciate for his strengths and for his differences. And so <clears throat> reading, re-listening to this episode where that I had previously aired about him playing in the backyard and mixing these potions and watching him in flow, it just like hits different now that he's older and we understand him so much more and understand his neurological differences and and see him as um, this person that has exceptional qualities and differences that 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 sometimes do make his daily life a little bit more difficult than a typical kid but also make him that much more unique and special and interesting as a person so anyway i hope you enjoy it i originally called it potions i believe um, but I, I didn't even edit the original audio. I left it. I'm even going to leave in the original opening of what the Little Things podcast, um, original ditty was. And then my old opening where I would say like, thanks for listening to Little Things. It's the podcast. It's the, what was it? Like the mix of, is where I talk about the creativity, tech, and motherhood and how they all fit together. It's the podcast for women who never want to stop learning. And sometimes I miss that. And at the end of the day, it feels like Little Things is still that podcast. I've just kind of updated some things, but it's kind of fun and a little blast from the past to hear that old theme song. And for those that have listened for a long time, I hope you enjoy that. Let's take a short break and we'll come back and I'll share the essay. I'm a writer and mom of three living in the Bay Area. I love talking about creativity, motherhood, and tech and how they fit together. It's Little Things, the podcast for women who never want to stop learning. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I am so happy to be back. I'm sitting on the floor of my closet right now. <laughs> it's pretty cold. Um, even though it's the second week of January, it feels like I'm just now getting readjusted to the new year and being back home after lots of holiday travel. I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's sort of been a stop and start um, beginning of the new year. Thank you so much for listening to my first few episodes. I got so many nice messages from people who who tried out the podcast, and it really meant a lot. I even was able to uh, get my parents listening to it, and um, that was <laughs> that was fun. Um, I think I'll be rotating between more conversational, favorite things types of episodes, like the first two and the slightly more produced personal essays uh, with music or sound, like episode three, Nursing Through Meteorites. Um, I'm just playing it out as we go, but let me know if you have any feedback on which type of episode you like the best. Today, I want to share another short personal essay that I threw down this morning, actually. I've had this visual stuck in my head, and I really wanted to get something down about it. I didn't have a ton ton of time to refine much of the essay, but it still feels good to be writing and recording again. 
remember this is all about the baby steps and for me it's just doing it. <laughs> so without further ado, my essay. Squats in the backyard, his glasses at a slant, wholly focused on the task at hand. Potions. Cold hose water, gray pebbles, potting soil, and crushed purple chalk, lovingly, carefully, almost reverently, dropped into large plastic beakers, small plastic beakers, and an old flower pot. I watch him from the kitchen window, it's dirty and needs to be washed, and he is beautiful. Morning sun covers his hunched body. I can't see his dirty hands, but I'd bet everything, his face, feet, and knees are dirtier. He pours a cloudy brown liquid from one container to another, gets down low, ear to the deck, squints his eyes, glasses bumping against the beaker, and yells, this one's working to the world and continues his experiment. Children in flow, children playing, a child mixing potions. I knew about play before having kids. I mean, I was a child once, but seeing my kids immersed in imaginative play is intoxicating. I find myself playing the part of a puppet master, creating scenarios and setups and play booby traps where I scheme they'll get lost in deep play. A pile of rocks, a cup of water, and a blanket. A PJ mask toy, some snap peas, and chalk. Just watching them play relaxes me. Can watching play spark flow? If so, I am in flow more often than I realized. Perhaps motherhood is constant flow. And if you don't dive outside of its tempestuous currents, you'll be swallowed whole? Or if you ride the flow, you inevitably rise to the top and surf the ebb and flow? It's easy. Three years ago, I was the sediment at the bottom of the ocean, tossed and mixed, occasionally rising to the surface for a breath. Now I've got my head above the water and I'm toying with the idea of keeping it there. I refocus out the window. A neighbor cat has sauntered up and is pawing a potion. My son now has a slew of sticks arching out of the largest beaker and a chalk circle painted around his entire experiment. That's a kid in unapologetic, hypnotic flow. of Little Things. If you'd like to rate Little Things in iTunes, I would love that. Also, share this podcast and episode with your best friend or sister. If they don't know how to download a podcast under their phone, help them download Pocket Cast and subscribe to Little Things. Just think of how happy you'll make them the next time they have to wash dishes or work out, and they remember there's a new episode to listen to. I'm Closely with Little Things. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening to that revived past essay. I hope you enjoyed it. Join us next week. I'm really excited for the episode. I'm going to be talking about Uplift Kids, um, which is a website that I have talked about on my Instagram and a little bit on here. I'm going to share more about it and then also have 
more information from someone who works at Uplift Kids. They're going to share some of their thoughts. So tune in next week. New episodes every Tuesday. Bye.